This is a very, very popular podcast. From tampons to Minecraft and everything in between, this is a very, very popular podcast with Dylan and Maya. I'm Dylan. I'm Maya. And this is a very, very popular podcast. Welcome back, except it's our first official episode. Yay! Today we're going to be talking about childhood toys. <laughs> Reminiscing on our youth. Yeah. So, so, what should we start with? Why not start with stickers? Because Aww. everyone's got to have some kind of story about them. Stickers are special. They're so, just fun to play with, you know? Fun to play with, not to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever try to eat stickers? I don't know. I tried eating like a glow stick once. Do you have any stories, Maya? Well, I know one thing that I remember when I think of stickers is. I was potty trained and I learned how to read based off of stickers. Potty trained was there was a poster next to the toilet. And if I went to the bathroom, I got to stick a sticker on the poster. I was so psyched about stickers. And then if I read like 20 pages of a book that was above my average reading level, which was pretty low because I was like five, then I got to put two stickers on a page, which I had this calendar. I had real, I mean, I still have really thick hair, but when I was little, I had really thick hair. And so I I know where this is going. Everything would get stuck in it. And by everything, (laughs) I mean everything. Like recently, I've gotten bugs, like flies, stuck in my hair. It's a traumatic experience. You hear the buzzing, it's horrible. But anyway, I think it was a couple years ago. I had stopped using stickers for the most part. You know, every now and then I'd, you know, put a little one on a paper or whatever. It wasn't much. But so what would happen was, was that I'd be washing my hair or brushing my hair, and all of a sudden, it would get stuck. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, let's check it, let's check it. And I'd like pull stickers out from the underside of my hair. And I'd be like, I don't know where you came from. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever have a favorite type of sticker? You know, I think I went through stages. Like, at one point, I went through my, like, hippie phase, where if it was, like, peace signs or, like tie-dye or like anything like that but usually I'd enjoy anything that came in like a magazine or something. I got the like educational magazines and they would have like a little sleeve and it would be like put these in the book but I'd never do that because I hated those types of things so I'd just like take these I love the sticker puzzle things. My grandmother so when I would go to my grandmother's house we, we wouldn't always know what to do there and she had this book of stickers that I think I filled out like a couple years worth of visits to her house. I filled out the entire book because that's all I ever liked doing. There was just something about it when you would like line it up just perfectly. It was like the slime cutting tutorials of then, just the perfection of it all coming together. It's a treasure to have a sticker because you can put it anywhere, you can keep it, you can save it for other times. Or you can put it on your forehead or your nose. That was always the thing. I remember putting it on my forehead. Maybe that's why I get acne on my forehead now. You know when you're like in school and the teacher is like, good job, here you get a sticker. And then you just go, okay, put it on your forehead. I, I think I even did that recently. Like in my ELA class before quarantine started, she gave us like stickers and she's like, here's a sticker, you answered a question. And so I remember everyone was putting them on their foreheads and I was like, my acne is bad right now. I would if I could. But everyone was like walking around with these weirdly scented stickers on their foreheads. Scratch and sniff stickers. There would be like the foul scent now. They're not as good as they were because like some of them are meant to smell one way, but they smell like like rotten eggs and stuff. Did you ever get the birthday present in your card? There was the banana one. 
Yeah. Like the fancy. So it was a card talking about like, on the banana phone, I heard it's your birthday. In quotation marks or like asterisks, like scratch and sniff Snickers. Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> scratch and sniff stickers inside your card. Like, I remember getting fan. excited by those. Like when my family would give them to me for my birthday. My, my brother's friend for a birthday card got him a set of stickers that all smelled terrible. Like it specifically. It was bad the, smelling. The title was bad smelling scratch and sniff stickers and then he was just like smell my stickers and we're like no no thank you no they're bad the crazy thing is is that like this is such a child thing like the fact that we enjoyed the concept of like these sticky things that could get in your hair and sometimes smell disgusting oh we got a question from a person who viewed one of our stories on social media. So they wanted to stay anonymous, but their question was, what is your favorite quarantine activity? Oh, okay. I would say mine, I mean, this is pretty generic, but I haven't been doing much else, would be editing, like <laughs> just video editing, probably this, and playing Minecraft. <laughs> yeah mine has been either watching Grey's Anatomy like the recent seasons haven't been very haven't been the best but like I've been just season in two days if I'm really feeling motivated motivated to watch tv motivated to watch motivated Netflix anything at this point but yeah that's been like the majority of my that's life so it's kind of my favorite quarantine activity at this point slap bands Ooh, like slap, ba- slap bands or slap bracelets? Oh, I don't know. I, <laughs> they're kind of called both, but they're not. Slap bracelets that play music. <laughs> hey, imagine there was an entire band just... I, I'm sure there is. There's you can definitely... look up slap bracelet bands. We'll wink it in. <laughs> if we find any. <laughs> I remember, like, collecting slap bracelets. If there's, like, a pattern you wanted or... I was never a slap band kid, but I always enjoyed them when I had them. They also get old in like a day. <laughs> hitting, hitting you just keep hitting day. your arm, your yeah, sibling's your arm. Yep. And your parents. Yeah. <laughs> mom, mom, hello. We were so great to our parents, if you can't tell. Yeah. I'm sure they loved whenever we got slap bracelets. I feel like my parents' like friends who didn't have kids, they would give me slap bracelets as like, here you go, kid. And my parents would be like, are you kidding me? I'm Another. giving this to my kid. And I'd be like, sick. Yay. I remember like when they tried coming back a couple years ago and Tessa got a Jojo Siwa one that had like a unicorn thingy on it. Tessa's her sister, by the way. Oh, yeah. So she would have the slap band and she'd just wear it everywhere. Like it was not a very pretty slap band. I mean, slap bands were never exactly quote unquote attractive <laughs> or stylish. She'd wear it everywhere. And I remember she'd just, like, go around slapping things. And I was, like, too, like... I think I remember her wearing it at, like, various events that I saw yeah. her. She wore that thing till she lost it. Remember the kids with the, like, slap band watches? Oh, I remember those. Where it had the, like, yeah. little thingy at the top and then you could, like, bump. Yeah. Those were cool. You know, if I had a slap band watch, maybe I would have taken better care of my watches. Yeah. Moral of the story, get your kids slap band watches. <laughs> yeah. Oh, silly bands. That was something that was a huge part of my childhood. Like, that was bigger than probably everything we'll talk about today. Because I traded with my boyfriend in preschool. (laughs) We would drink Danimals and trade silly bands. 
I remember I found one when I was cleaning out something at our um, synagogue one day, and it was a huge bag of silly bands. And all of a sudden, I'm hit in the face with memories. And I take one out, and I'm like, this brings me great joy. <laughs> and like, I'm not a very smiley person, but like, that brought a smile to my face. <laughs> I don't know how many silly bands I had, but I remember by the time I stopped playing with them, which was probably when I was seven, yeah. I had a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. And I had so many different packs. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't over the thousands. It was probably yeah. 100, 200. But they, were so, they weren't even that expensive. Like, if you got a pack. Yeah. From Five Below, you could get, like, three packs for probably $5. And they'd each have, like, 10 silly bands in them. And they're all these different shapes. And sometimes, like, you couldn't exactly identify what the shape was, but it still brought you great joy that you had it. Yeah, you wear them on your wrist. Like, yeah. I have this shape and this shape. I don't know what this is. I was about to but ask. I like it. <laughs> I was about to ask you, did you ever wear them on your wrist? I think at day camp. I wore them at day camp, I think, mm. when we went. Yeah, I think I, I feel wore like them that was. Point. I feel like that was where I traded them. Mm, yeah. I don't, I don't think I traded them in preschool, like you said you did. I remember just finding them on the ground that kids had picked up and been like, ooh, this, and then, like, shown them to other people. Like, I think I, I think I might have been that kid in preschool where I would have, like, traded on the playground and it would have kind of been, like, a drug deal, but not. <laughs> like, thinking about it, that sounds really sketch, but I'm like, hey, human A, would you like some silly bands? But I need to see your collection first. You gotta make this fair. What pack do you remember? I don't even know. I definitely had a lot of animals. I remember at one point having a significant amount of animals, but I think over time, as we started going into like elementary school and stuff and they weren't like as cool anymore. Sad because I can't exactly be like, oh yeah, I have one in my room right now. Like I can't reminisce. So I kept my silly bands. Mm. Then at various points in time, I'd find them and just be like, oh, what's this? Oh, that's my silly bands. Oh my God, I had a lot. And then I put them up on my desk for a bit, and I had I had them just various points in time when I found them, I would move them again. In middle school, did you ever have that point when silly bands resurfaced, and everybody's like, hey, silly bands, you remember silly bands? I don't recall, but I also, you know, the friends I had in middle school, I don't think we would have exactly traded. Like, we might have reminisced about it, but I don't think we would have been like, do you still have your silly bands? <laughs> One of my friends gave my other friend a silly band for her birthday and then I had been not sure what to do with my collection so then I was just like here you go do you do you want some silly bands um I have a lot I know I had I know I had eagles silly bands Ooh. oh I remember the like specific like the colored team. ones yeah 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 and they had football players in like the dark green of the mm-hmm. eagles and then I had silver ones and all, mm-hmm. all those I also had like ball gown Cinderella, a pack of that where it was a light blue dress. I remember, I I loosely remember the Eagles ones where they were like the darky green and they were Mm -hmm. like football shaped and stuff. I think the silly bands are more just happy memories, not as much actual practical use, obviously. So yes, because I use silly bands practically all the time. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) You know, I... uh put them on my wrist and I uh, showed them to people. Totally practical. People now flex with their shoes, but back then we flexed with our silly bands. But think about it. Were we the ones who basically created the true purpose of a lot of these things? Like they had to been, have been brainstormed. But did these creators... These silly bands were a little bit before us. They were. We were young. Then. It's the kind of thing where it's like your older sibling would pass silly bands down to you and you'd be like, sick. 
get my like I'm gonna show all my friends. I think I just lost them over time because like I remember we redid my room when I was going on five. And then we've, over time, like, moved things out of my room and cleaned it so that I had storage for, like, my older kids' stuff. Probably over time, I would keep them in, like, my dresser or something, and we'd have been doing, like, a full clean, clean out, clear out of, like, my dresser or my nightstand, and that's where my silly bands would have gone. It's fun to reminisce about, because you don't think about them on, like, a normal basis, but the moment you remember... Then, you're, then like, you go, oh my god, I remember those. The amount of stories and memories that float back. I can remember so- the rainbow silly bands. <gasps> yes. I think I don't think I had many, but I do they remember like having. Color. They felt weirder though. They, they, they weren't the same texture. texture. I they think they were almost thin. thicker too. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's because it's harder to make. Color it, yeah. Oh, they were also party favorites. I went to one or two parties where it was like on the bottom there'd be a silly band. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Depending, like especially movie parties. Then there'd be a silly band according to whatever movie you watch just on the bottom of the bag. Like I remember, it would be like, here's a lollipop and a pencil and then a sticker. silly band and a sticker and, a sticker. Yeah. and a, <laughs> all party favors had specific things now they're all like here's an entire bag of candy that your parents are gonna hate us for they would give us like a pencil with a like a my little pony theme or whatever you'd have like a my little pony pencil topper eraser thing and then you have a pencil and they'd give you like a lollipop or something or a tootsie roll or whatever and you'd have a sticker of like a my little pony and then you'd have a silly band <gasps> on the topic of rubber bands Rainbow Loom. Ooh. Do you remember how you got Rainbow Looms? I remember like, the store I went to. Learning Express. Yeah. Learning Express. It had such a variety of toys. Yeah, and they did the whole birthday box thing. I, I remember that was the best place to go. You were able to order, like, a box with your name on for your Rainbow yeah. Loom sorters. And I remember. Oh, yeah, I have, I have one of those. <laughs> I did too. Except it says uh, my brother's name and me. Mm, not just mine, even though he never used it. I'm not salty about that. Hmm? I was never a master, though. I was never someone who could do any of the like super fancy ones. I could do like the traditional one and I could do fishtail, but that's kind of where like my brain. Fishtail. Mm-hmm. To this day, I, I still remember. I used to be good at it. I could do pretty complicated patterns. I can still make a person. And I can still do the basic, and I can figure out, like, try to guess where I'm supposed to put bands, but I'm, I'm not as good. I used to just know every pattern by heart. I can still watch YouTube tutorials. That's pretty easy. I remember how I got it, though. I remember the exact story. So my, my grandfather signed up my cousin and I for golf camp, mm-hmm. even though neither of us wanted to do it. But it was fun either way. Not necessarily because of golf camp, but because after that we got Nana Camp, who's my grandmother. She took us home and we would always like either go to the pool by the country club or we would play games, make doll clothes. It was fun. Mm -hmm. So one of the times we went to the pool and this was right when Rainbow Looms got really popular. And so we went to the pool and there was these girls just making Rainbow Looms. And I'd heard about them because my friend had made me a bracelet a couple weeks before. And I was like, this is so cool. I didn't really know what it was. So then we went to the pool and we're swimming and there's these kids who are like do you want rainbow looms and we're like what's that and they're like they're underwater bracelets you can take them underwater look we put some in the bottom of the pool so then of course we go straight back to our grandmother who's sitting on the uh deck and we're like can we get these and she's like okay so we went to learning express she got a box for her i got a box for my brother and me and we went to the store and they showed us how to do the fishtail because mm. there's just people 
it was when yeah. it was popular so there's just people sitting there being like here you go do you want to learn how to do some bracelets I remember when it would be like packed oh yeah we're just like walking in there and it was like your childhood because it had all this stuff you were interested in at the time because it was very yeah. this is what is popular at this very moment kinetic sand or whatever it was mm-hmm. and then crazy Aaron's thinking buddy yes exactly yes yep. my mom used to do like book clubs and stuff before you know life got busy and i decided to be an overachiever and did everything <laughs> but what happened was was that like she would have a book club over at night and it was right at this is when you're trying to figure out how to do different things with rainbow limbs that aren't just bracelets so i figured out while messing up a bracelet that i could make like rings that looked uh-huh. that had like the band but then you made something that looked kind of like a jewel at the top and i'm like i can make these for everyone so i made probably a hundred because they took like four bands and i went out like creeping because I was I mean I'm not a very social person to begin with but then you're going out to see adults and you get a little threatened so I remember like creeping out with like a hat or something um can I share these and I'm going around that table and being like choose one because I had a variety and I remember feeling like such a sense of success (laughs) because I was like adults want what I make mom you know it's all pity in the end because it's like girl these are ugly (laughs) like I think I still had one in my box when Tessa started doing them this year and I remember looking at at that I'm like and I found that successful but I mean everything's in perspective I look at posts now and a lot of them are like for 2000s kids but the thing is I recognize everything on those lists like I look at it and it's like yeah. when they bring up silly bands like a lot if you ask you know my sister's gen- part of our generation who were born in like 2011-ish or the early 2010s they wouldn't even know what like an iPod is I have another thing we can talk about I called the melty beads but they're called parlor beads basically you set them up and on the like, little trays yeah and you set a pattern and then you put the wax paper and you iron it oh I have no clue what you're talking about you never use them oh my god Okay, so this was basically if I were like 10 or under right now, 5 to 10, anytime we were stuck at home or had to occupy ourselves, we were like, can we do Melty Beads? Because you oh, would get- Oh, those! And they yeah, would do like a pack. Yeah, you would those. get trays out and they had little pegs and you would put the pegs and they had like circles and And sometimes they had like tutorials so you could make like a unicorn yeah. or whatever. I and we, yeah, because there's just pixel art. So my dad really likes sorting. So we got all these compartments. I have this giant box in my closet. And we made a minion Despicable from Despicable Me. I just remember making series of characters because I had a person cut out. And I made everybody in my family. And I was trying to make all these different people. And then I made them a house out of paper mm. that they would live in. And I, car- I carried, oh my God, I remember this now. I carried the people that I'd made to school in this paper house that I made. And then on the school playground, I slid them down the slide because I was what six yeah you were we had to have been young everybody look at my people and they just had had this whole play out of their story I usually did them at like events like let's just say they were at like a birthday party or something because I had a little sister they would have been like like a lot of these things would have been like choking hazards for my little sister at the time I would go to a birthday party or someone's house and they'd have them and we'd do them together we'd follow the little like paper instructions and it would be like here's how you make a dragon Oh, temporary tattoos. Oh, oh man. There were so many. There were so many. That was like a thing. When the kids are bored, get out the temporary tattoos and a sponge. Yeah, like have the wet paper towel or the sponge and it's like, keep it on your, keep it on your arm. That was another part of 15 seconds. It was. 
it, it was either stickers or those. I don't think I ever yeah. got a party favor that had both. One of the things that my school did was for a holiday, we would pass around like party bags and you made a bag for some kid and then another, and then you got a random bag from a different kid. One of the common things that I think was in there was, it was very similar to party favorites where it was like, you would have maybe a fruit of some sort, pencil, and then you'd have slime and then you'd have temporary tattoos and stickers. It's very common. Yeah. And like, I remember when I would do like an entire arm of temporary oh, tattoos. Yeah. It could have just been like a tiger and you're like, I want it. It's a temporary tattoo. And I remember having an obsession with skulls, like girly skulls, <laughs> where they would have like roses or bows, but they were skulls. So like anytime I saw like a, I was kind of emo back in the day, but never complained about the bows because the bows added a little like, <laughs> I don't know what that was. There. Anytime I would see anything like that, which had like a, skull with a rose or a skull with a bow and I would want it like and I would hop on it and as I got older I would start putting it on my bicep sometimes I would ask to have like the mouth on a certain part or something to like make the mouth move or whatever <laughs> like I was I was a kid who over time I went through like a development I would have them on my arms or sometimes if my parents wouldn't let me do it on my arm because I'd have to wash it off for school I'd put it on my leg so that it'd be covered by my pants thanks for watching this quite entertaining podcast about pilots. Thank you guys for listening. If you liked it, like this. And if you're not already following us on SoundCloud and Instagram and Twitter, then yep. do it. You guys can get special content. So if you notice, we answered a question from one of the people who asked us on Instagram. We can put out like polls and stuff if you want of things we should talk about. We hope you enjoyed this episode of a very, very popular podcast. Listen in soon. Bye. Bye, guys. It's a very, very popular